0: Welcome to a very Brady podcast once again, and I am your host. My name is Tack Van Sickle, and on this podcast, we celebrate the iconic TV show, The Brady Bunch. As we break down the bunch one episode at a time, we take the episode, we break it down, we we shame it in public, and then we build it back up again. Uh, today's episode, we take a look at Season 1, Episode 11, entitled, Vote for Brady. If you haven't watched the episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might be a hell of a lot more funny if you do. Uh, The Brady Bunch is available to stream on Hulu, CBS All Access, and Amazon Prime. Uh, Let's see, my guest today is the host of the podcast, My Worst Holiday. Also does a little stand-up comedy and a sketch writer. And was most likely to end up on a milk carton in school. Was voted most likely to end up on a milk carton in school. I welcome, Mr. Holiday, to the show. Welcome, sir. Hey,
1: thanks, Zach. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it.
0: <laughs> no worries. All right, so you got the podcast, My Worst Holiday. Uh, tell me what that's about.
1: Uh... It's it's a lot of fun. I, all my guests, they, they call up and they tell us uh, Stabi and I, uh, my podcasting partner, they tell us their funniest or most embarrassing uh, life story or, or whatever it was that went off the rails, you know, uh, in their life, you know, at a party or or, or anything really. It started out as uh, as a, just doing holidays, but it morphed into basically whatever fucked up story you got, you know. So just kind of <laughs> yeah. it kind of yeah. evolved.
0: i got you i got plenty of those for sure
1: (laughs) (laughs) great can't wait to have you on
0: (laughs) all right cool (laughs) so how'd you come up with this concept
1: uh you know um actually i was listening to a radio show one time and they uh it was a holiday and they were having people call in and talk about their their nightmare uh uh, horror stories over like a certain holiday so people Hmm. were calling in just you know like how fucked up families can be and <laughs> yeah. and I thought, this is great. What if we open it up a little bit, you know, and do like weddings or bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, you know, or, <laughs> yeah. or or even a party, you know? So we kinda opened it up and then from then it just like I said, it just it just morphed and it came and it became its own animal.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was listening to uh, one of the latest episodes and you were talking about mentioning how you came up with a name and you were like, Man, I should I shouldn't have called it my worst holiday. I should have called it something else. Yeah, I should have called it M W
1: holiday because, I because Facebook is so fucking user friendly, it won't let you put in my worst holiday. You know, as your as your thing. You so you gotta. So I'm like yeah. Mr. Holiday, like, no, it won't take that. So then I put in M W holiday, and that took. And now, so when people see me on Facebook, it's M W holiday. So if I would have called it the MW Holiday <laughs> Show, but I'd already I'd already loaded it up to iTunes, I'd already gotten my domain, <laughs> I'd already gotten my yeah. my website set up, and now I'm like, well, fuck, here it is, you know? So
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. All right, so what we do here is we watch the Brady Bunch. And what's your history with the Brady Bunch? Did you watch it growing up or what?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I I was old enough to actually watch it as a child, but I, I was young enough not to remember, you know, like <laughs> I, I was a couple yeah. of years old in 69 when it first aired, you know, of course in 75 and stuff, you're watching it, but I mostly watched it like after school, you get home, you get off the yeah. bus, you run inside, you sit down and you watch Gilligan's Island and and the Brady Bunch.
0: <laughs> yep, for sure. And uh, staying home sick from school, that's when I watch the Brady Bunch. Oh yeah. And all that. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure.
1: and in my little kid mind it was hilarious
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so have you watched it since besides this episode you know recently have you really watched it as an adult or what
1: nope
0: nope (laughs) so does it
1: hold up this is this is strictly for you tack strictly for you buddy
0: (laughs) I hear that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, different kinds of guests on here. Some of them well, you know, hate the show. Some look, of them have never seen the show.
1: Right. You, you look at it, a it's a different kind of a funny now. You know, like back then it was funny. You know? <laughs> yeah. Now it's a corny, campy kind of a funny, you know? Like even yeah, seeing not supposed to driving. be funny is funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of nostalgia that's pushing behind it, so it kind of helps push it along the way. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. All right, so we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we are going to get into this.
1: All right, let's break. I hope
0: you're ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. (laughs) All right, we'll be back. Hey guys, if you love A Very Brady Podcast, then go online and check out the Tee Public merch store. They got everything in there. They got t-shirts, coffee mugs, uh, hoodies, stickers, magnets, uh, pillows and there's so many different t-shirt designs to choose from from tanks to v-necks if you want it they got it so go on there check it out order a t-shirt today or a magnet or a sticker if not for yourself get one for that brady bunch fan in your life and guys let me tell you i ordered a couple of t-shirts to come in so i can check out the quality myself and i gotta tell you i'm quite impressed and i'm a bit of a t-shirt snob it's got to be just right the right thinness of material pretty similar to like like t-shirts that you get like at target very thin very comfortable material these guys over at t-public definitely know what they're doing and you want to talk about t-shirt colors of course i only wear black all the time because it's slimming but you can get pretty much any color under the sun so go online to the t-public merch store the link is in the description of this episode and always remember have a sunshine day And we are back. Okay, we have the Brady Bunch Season 1, Episode 11, entitled Vote for Brady. Let's get into this. First thing we got to talk about is facts of the episode. Um, Now, let's see here. This one was actually available on Hulu. That's where I watched it. That's where I watched Um, it. Perfect. And uh, this first aired originally on December 12th, 1969, and written by elroy schwartz who's actually sherwood schwartz's brother and little fun fact um elroy schwartz actually co-wrote the original gilligan's island pilot which actually didn't even air until 1992 and tbs
1: did it really which is interesting
0: yeah and That's this episode neat. is directed by david alexander so yeah
1: yeah, that's a cool cool little piece of nostalgia you got there. I had yeah. no idea. <laughs> that's
0: according to IMDb, anyway. <laughs> so, well, nice. All right, we're going to fade in. All right. Here we go. Alice and Carol are in the backyard, working in the yard and picking up leaves. Marcia shows up after school and is all excited. She tells them that she's been nominated to run for student body president. Alice and Carol are excited and they praise her. She then says, but you'll never guess who I'm up against. Carol says, I'm sure whoever it is, I'm sure you'll win. Marsha then says, but mother, listen. Alice interrupts, your mother is right. You'll definitely win. Just then, Greg comes running up. Mom, Alice, guess what? I was nominated to run for student body president. Carol says, you mean? And Marsha says, that's what I was trying to tell you. Or running against each other, they all smile.
1: Wah, you gotta, you gotta wah, see, wah. That's what I was trying to tell you, mother. <laughs> yeah, mother. Oh, no. Like, even when, mother? She, when she shows up on the scene, she's like, Mother, mother. Yeah,
0: I know, it's so weird. Mother. <laughs> I got a friend that on Facebook, she refers to her mother all the time, and her mother is very old, and she always says, Oh, yeah, I did this, and mother didn't approve, and I'm just like, <laughs> why are you doing it? She does it on, on purpose to be funny and creepy, which I think is fantastic. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's just... <laughs>
0: yeah. Nor- All right, so. Norman? Now, now, yeah. So now, uh, now Mike is coming home from work, a little late, apparently. Carol is telling him how they're both... Um, how they're both running for the same office. They enter of the kitchen where we see Alice making Mike a plate for dinner. Mike says something about both of them were nominated. Carol boasts with pride. Yep, both of them. Just then, Mike slams a cupboard shut a little too hard, and Carol says, "Hey, be careful. We got a cake in the oven." Alice says that whoever wins, we have to celebrate We have a celebration for. Mike says in the heat of the election, candidates can sometimes get carried away. Carol says that she doesn't think that they'll have any problems with Greg and Marcia. Uh, Mike goes on to say that they are sensible kids. So we got some foreshadowing going on here I'm guessing. <laughs> Which, so. we,
1: we've come to find out they are not <laughs> sensible kids.
0: What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, suddenly Greg and Marsha are fighting in the media room over the phone already. So Marsha is standing on top of a chair and they're Going at it back and forth. Mike and Carol walk in to see what's going on. Carol tells Marcia to get off the chair. She gets down, and Mike tells her to put the phone down. Marcia slams the phone receiver down on the bar. We now cut back to Alice in the kitchen, hearing the slam of the phone, and checks on the cake once again. But not to worry, Mr. Holiday. It's safe. This time. <laughs> so we have a nice little gag going on. you see the
1: size of that cake? <laughs>
0: Well, it wasn't that crazy size just yet at this point, but it was getting there. <laughs> All right. So, it back to Mike uh, getting on to Marsha about slamming the phone receiver down. Mike says, pick up the phone receiver, pick it back up, and put it down like you're supposed to. Marsha does it. Now, this brought back some memories. Like, I have twin girls, and uh, when they were younger... Um, they used to slam shit all the time, and I used to get, I used to have. I used to hold door closing training all the time. <laughs> open the door, now shut the door. Open it again. Shut it. That would go on for a good 10, 11 I remember, times. Uh,
1: I remember my old man, my stepdad, made me open and close the door like it was like ten times and say, "I love you, door." Like every time I did it.
0: Was he a military man?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's ex-military. He's like, yeah. Open it. Close it and say "I love you, door" yep. every time. <laughs> so I'm like, "I love yeah. you, door." Clack. I love you, door. Clack.
0: <laughs> yeah see, I was in the military, too, and that's the kind of shit you have to do when you're in boot camp. You do all kinds of stupid shit like that. Like, we had this <laughs> this one guy who kept saying yeah to our company commander, so he, made him, he handed him a trash can. He said, I want you to get rid of all your yeahs right now. And he made him, like, go, put his head in the trash can and just go, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> And
0: this one guy was forced to do a gopher patrol, (laughs) which he, we the way the in boot camp, you have it like, you've seen in like movies and stuff, like the long room with all like the racks, like all the bunk beds all the way up and down. So he had to go crawl on the ground, go underneath a bunk and then pop up and go, no gophers here. And then crawl underneath (laughs) and go all the way down and come all the way back up. (laughs) And uh, you're talking like. Yeah, you're, there must have been uh, like, I don't know, 40 down one end and 40 down the other. There was a lot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious.
1: In the military.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> all right, getting back into where were we? So Mike, Carol, and Greg, and Marsha are all sitting down to discuss what's going on. Mike asked uh, what she was uh, using the phone for. Greg says that she's using the phone to call kids up for their votes. Mike asks Greg, well, what did you want the phone for? Greg says, the same thing.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Mike goes on to
0: say they're proud of both of them being nominated to run, but they're acting like kindergarten children. Carol suggests that they do a time limit for the calls, 730 to 8 for Marsha and 8 to 830 for Greg. Of course, they didn't want to, but they eventually agree. The acuist. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're upstairs in the boys' bedroom. We see Jan and Cindy arguing with Peter and Bobby about which one will win the election. Jan is screaming how Greg doesn't stand a chance against Marsha. Not a chance? Not a chance! Like, she's screaming, she's stomping on the floor, and then we cut back down to Alice in her battle with the cake. Checking on the cake. (laughs) And she hears that stomping, and she's like, eek! And she's peeking in on the cake once again, turns the light on.
1: <laughs> and it's safe. It's, it's safe. safe. It's still we're, safe. We're good. <laughs> and it is getting big by well, this point. Here's Very what I tall. like when they pan back to Cindy. Like, Cindy's ready to throw down. She's got the fisticuffs <laughs> no. up, man. She's yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, I'm gonna whoop your ass if you say another thing so like said, Cindy. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So back upstairs, Bobby tells Jan that she's acting like a little girl. Jan says, well, dumb, dumb, that's what I am. That's what I am. (laughs) Just then, Cindy puts up her dukes (laughs) and threatens Bobby. (laughs) Just as Mike and Carol come walking in. I'm pretty convinced in this episode, Mike and Carol are just standing outside doors together, (laughs) waiting for something to break. They're right there. There's every scene with the kids acting up is always the two of them walking in together like as soon as it happens. <laughs> so, uh, Carol says that whoever uh, wins, we all need to be happy for. Mike says that they need to have some smiles here. And all the kids in unison do these fake smiles that I thought were kind of funny. <laughs> uh, a little while later, Alice is in the kitchen. She sneaks over to check on the cake yet again. And uh, it's looking good, rising nice and high. She's so happy. She's so happy, so proud of her cake, until she backs into a pan and knocks it on the floor. She gasps. She checks the cake one more time. This
1: time, Mr. Holiday, The cake didn't make it. Cake in, it. And it's the size of the entire fucking <laughs> oven. I, I've cooked yeah. a lot of cakes in my life. I've never seen one that rose, literally, it was risen like six inches above the pan. Like, I don't yeah. know like what chefs they got in to say, what's a cake look like?
0: This, maybe? Right. Yeah, it was pretty... Uh Unbalanced, and it was just weird. Yeah, I looking, swear, it was yeah. like
1: it's like six to eight inches up over the pan. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen a cake do that.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. So now we're in the den, and we see Mike and Carol working on what appears to be a dollhouse. They didn't even like mention what the <laughs> hell they were doing. They were I like know. fixing like how a abstract
1: roof. that was. It's like just out of the blue, they're just like doing a dollhouse. Well, you know, he he is an architect, so maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe this was his new design. You know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they're like repairing a roof that appeared to have been broken or something, and <laughs> you know, the the doll hassle had little like homeowners like doll insurance. I don't know, like it had like a little roof repair, like it was just kind of weird. My original idea like,
1: for your new design. Well, I was in the kid's <laughs> room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just weird they didn't even mention like what they were doing man i can't believe bobby broke this roof or whatever you know i don't know <laughs> and uh they're in there and they're talking about how they hope the kids can uh kids understand that they aren't taking sides and maybe they should go let them know that so now we kept to is in a room sitting at her desk working on her campaign carol walks in to check on her marcia asks if she'd help her with it carol says sure Just then, Marcia says, but then you would be helping me beat Greg. Carol corrects her and said, no, I would be helping you win an election. And if Greg needed my help, I'd help him, too. Suddenly, Marcia's like, you'd help my opponent? And Carol says that she has to be strictly impartial. I was really surprised when she looked at her
1: mom and went, you whore! Like, just really... I I thought thought that
0: was weird, too. Out of character. Yeah. Out of character. Weird episode. Weird (laughs) So, uh Marcia says that she has a budget of $10 to work on the campaign and needs deciding on how to spend the money. So, Carol suggests, well, let's just make posters. And then Marcia says, groovy. <laughs>
1: groovy. <laughs> I got that written down there, too.
0: <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. I've said this on past episodes before that... You know, Sherwood Schwartz, the creator of the show, made these kids say things like groovy and far out. And even back then, they hated fucking saying those words. <laughs> they're like, this is stupid. Like, it's kind of like us writing a script today for kids and making them say, like, bay Yeah. And, you know, like, you know. Right. And they're like, I'm not saying that fucking word. That's Like, stupid. from the 80s, like,
1: copacetic. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Huh. So now we cut to Mike in the boys' bedroom helping Greg with his campaign. He's showing him how to use a tape recorder. Greg says, uh, with the $10, I I could use the tape to blast my campaign promises on every loudspeaker in school. Cutting-edge
1: technology. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So then Mike's like, well, there you go. And he just kind of exits. So now Mike and Carol meet in the hallway outside the bedrooms. That's where they're probably going to go anyway. They exchange notes about how each kid is doing on the campaign. Mike decides he's going to go check in on Marcia, and Carol decides she's going to go pop in on Greg. Uh, now we're at the school, and Greg is talking with two of his buddies out front of the school. These are his campaign pals, and one of them is campaign manager. <laughs> and uh, one of them what says, was with that, that fucking
1: have- hat?" I do remember something about a weird hat. What was it? His buddy, like he's talking to, had just this weird, pointy kind of a like. There, there was no era where that hat was acceptable. Like, like none. People wore beavers on their fucking head, and they didn't look as stupid. With it. You know, it's
0: here. Here's the here's my problem with the show, <clears throat> and I'm glad my guests pick up the slack i never noticed like wardrobe every guest i've had on here i've always commented about a wardrobe everything from stuff like that Sixties,
1: early 70s there was some real messed up uh choices back then <laughs> as far as wardrobe goes
0: <laughs> yeah like people notice okay and there'll be things like that like what you're pointing out to things like Hey, did you notice that the, the parents went from the upstairs bedroom to the living room and they had totally different outfits on? I'm like
1: <laughs> No, I didn't
0: notice that. I don't notice shit when it comes to wardrobe. And I'm so glad that other people do. Because <laughs> I think I'm missing out.
1: Everybody was high. So <laughs>
0: yeah. Alright. So um so the boys in front of the school. He's talking with them and uh, you know, the campaign manager he says, um, They have permission to hold the rally in the morning as long as they stop before the first bell. Then the other one asks, what's the tape recorder for, Greg? Greg plays the tape to him. He's like, ah, check this out. And then he hits play, only the tape's blank. There's nothing on it. You know, and they're like, cool, man. Awesome.
1: So Greg checks the tape. Well, at least you didn't prove or promise him. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah so they're like you sure you got the right tape and he's like he checks it he looks at it, he's like yeah this is the right tape then greg says marsha the two boys oh, look at each other
1: and they I just know her, they not I'm, yeah. the <laughs> the I'm gonna give her the what for the old one two i'm gonna give her a good old talking to he was angry
0: yeah. Greg says that it took him two hours to get the tape just right. Well I like and when, that, he, gets like when home, he when
1: he first got it, and his dad showed it to him, you know, and shot him how to use it. He's like walking around with it going, check one two, check, 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 <laughs> check one two. that's all he said. Like you didn't hear him say anything else on the tape. Just just check, 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 check. <laughs> walking down the hallway, he's still going, check, check, check. <laughs>
0: And uh, he says when he gets home, he's going to let her have it. He's
1: going to let her have it.
0: Yeah. So we now, now see Marcia now in the media room. Joke.
1: This is my wife's joke. Okay. This is where uh, step brother and stepsister porn came from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure.
0: That's my wife's joke.
1: <laughs> this is where uh, we ori- see- This is where it originated.
0: Yeah. We now see Marcia in the media room looking under the couch cushions. Jan and Cindy walk in and ask what she's looking for. Marcia says that she's misplaced her notebook where she had written all of her campaign promises. And then Greg walks in, sorry. then Greg walks in and says, "Marcia, that was a dirty trick and you shouldn't have done it." Marcia says, "Done what?" Greg explains that his tape was erased. Marcia says that she didn't know anything about it, and she never even touched a tape recorder. Then Marcia asks Greg about her missing notebook. Greg also has no idea what she's talking about. Then Mike and Carol walk into the room, because, you know, they're always standing outside, outside of rooms the room, yeah. waiting for something to happen. <laughs> Greg and Marcia both explain what's missing, and uh, they both accuse the other for the crime. Alex explains that she threw them away, you know, Oh, I'm
1: sorry, Marsha. I just thought they were some doodles.
0: Yeah, yeah, so Marsha had her campaign stuff written down on paper, and Alice admits that she threw them away. She thought it was just trash. And uh, so Marsha's like, you know, she's like, I'm so sorry. And Marsha's like, I bet you're sorry. She's like a little dick to her. She's like, I bet you're sorry. Mike tells Marsha to cool it. Uh, Marsha goes on to say, she's probably rooting for Greg because she's known him longer and wants him to win. And Marcia storms off. And I think she even looks back at her and, and once again she goes,
1: Whore? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's slutty. That, I think that she says right. there's a lot of out-of-character moments in this in this episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she said slutty meat whore, you know, referring to <laughs> Sam the butcher, I think. I don't I'm know. glad
1: your fucking cake fell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, then Greg asks about the tape that Marsha erased, Mike says, uh, you don't have, you don't know that she actually did that. Greg rebuttals with, and you said you were you're going to be impartial. So now Greg storms off and all the adults just look now, at each Greg, other. Greg,
1: isn't it possible that you held down the wrong buttons? I know I've done it before.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, which we'll get into that in the second okay, half. That's my uh, best Mike Brady. <laughs> yeah so uh this is where we take our break so uh there's an election and looks like there's some espionage afoot
1: right. brought to you by Captain so. Crunch wait no I don't think <laughs> that's not true it's,
0: that's I mean, no, that's just not, not true no.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright so we will be back to find out what happens and who is ruining all this shit we will be back Day, I'm disturbed. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of mysteries, conspiracies, the unusual, and the
1: unexplained. Do we have a laser thermometer to figure out if Admiral Byrd is here? I'm pointing the laser at the wall now. 71.1, 71.2. Admiral Byrd is here.
0: With John, Brent, and Conspiracy
1: Bot. You're all idiots. Yeah. Join them each week as they clarify conspiracies. I'm a Stuart Swordlow, I promise. I am human and I do human things. <laughs> Explore enigmas. It's all about ley lines and you'd understand that if I could explain it to you. And probe the paranormal. Hysteria 51 is a hilarious expedition
0: into the eccentric.
1: Stop on my joke. I Thank will you. when they're
0: good. Tune in each week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, the truth is out there, but you
1: won't find it here. Stay woke, meet sex.
0: And we are back. When we left off, Greg and Marcia are running for student body president against each other and they think the adults have conspired against them. Man, we are in a pickle, Mr. Holiday. A pickle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back into it. Now we see Marsha up in I her like room. I the good old days when she- you were
1: just in a pickle instead of just, things are real <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to the That's- pickle thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: huh. So, Marsha's in her bed, on her bed, just crying, crying like a child, over the top crying, <laughs> like ugly crying. Oh my god, you should have seen. <laughs> Two episodes ago, there was a, the episode was about um, phone usage and all that, and then so Mike installs like a payphone in the media room, and the kids have to pay a dime to make a phone call, right? And if they ran out of dimes, and they didn't fucking make calls, right? <laughs> and so there was a scene. Where Jan was trying to get a dime from Peter. And I swear to God, she acted like a straight up crackhead. And this she
1: was like is where, where step brother and <laughs> stepsister porn came from.
0: She yeah, she even said like there's another weirdo she even goes, I'll suck your dick. I'll suck your dick.
1: Like wow, for a dime, <laughs> that's a deal. But she's like, she <laughs> was know like, I'm, literally
0: like, I know scratching I her arms and like, I know, I, I just need a dime, man.
1: But it's a dime and it's a blow job, so. <laughs> she
0: was like, I just need a dime. She's like, scratching her arms. Like, I just need a dime, man. Just a dime. Just a dime. And he's like, man. No. <laughs> Meet me behind the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, meet me in tiger's doghouse all right so anyway she's up there she's ugly crying all over the bed carol enters and tries to console her she tells marcia that she needs to apologize to alice because she didn't mean to she didn't mean to throw out her papers she continues to say just like greg accusing you of deleting his tapes you didn't do that right she says of Of course course not not, mother." mother mother
1: <laughs> it's always mother it's
0: like over know, the top, it's so dramatic.
1: of course not mother i would never <laughs> yeah. do that
0: uh alice now is down in the kitchen at the table making posters <laughs> with jan and cindy for Marcia's campaign
1: <clears throat> and, and what, my wife asked, write, what my wife wrote down here was this is where we learned that sydney is based, cindy is basically retarded
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm all thinking about that. So Cindy asks how hers looks. Alice holds it up and all the letters are mixed up. Instead of it saying you vote for Marsha, it says like or M R I A C A, All mixed up. And Jan says, it's all wrong. It doesn't say anything. Cindy says, Alice just said to copy all the letters. Now, come on. How old is Cindy? She should be able to spell,
1: like, yeah. basic vote yeah, for Martha. Like, she's like nine at this point or something. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Well, and she can't spell vote our for Martha. Hey, little girl is special, they said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Real, real special. <laughs> Can you imagine,
0: like, you know, like, what's her name? Uh, Susan Olson, who plays Cindy, you know, at the time was like, like, you know, I can read, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, I can, I, like, I, I, I've read the script. Yeah, I was just going to say, I can read the script. Why does it say in my script? I'm a fucking moron. They, yeah, they
1: don't hold it up in <laughs> diagram form. I mean, they, they, you read the fucking script, Schwartz. <laughs> and good old Schwartz, <laughs> he's Schwartz, like, shut up. That's how it the, is in the script. Put, yeah, exactly. Shut up, you little twat. Put the letters in a fucked up uh, order. You got it. Yeah. He's got his
0: like cigar and scotch. That's how yeah. we pictured him in a few episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then it's all fucked up letters. It's was like, you know, I can read, right? Like, what? Are, you're a fucking moron. That's how you're in the be show.
1: too. <laughs> Wait till cousin Oliver comes on. You'll see. <laughs> oh God. Oh God.
0: Ah, horrible. Yeah. God. I've said this before. And he just reminds me of like a little John
1: Denver. His yeah, uh, or of uh, 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 Paul Williams. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, uh someday we'll find it. The Rainbow Connection. He, he wrote That's that. It's Kermit. Yeah, he wrote it. It's Kermit. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> um. All right. So, holding up the sign. It's all fucked up. Alice says that she likes it. It's a catchy, and she calls it the Scrabble poster, which I thought was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, so Marcia comes down and is excited to see the posters. Uh, then she apologized to Alice and says she didn't mean it. And Alice is like, hey, you don't even have to say it. I got you, boo. Yeah. And brings her in, and they hug. Just because it was hurtful I think she even I cried. kissed her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Greg enters the den where Mike is working. Uh, Greg says that he was sorry for getting mad earlier, but he was just sore because Marsha erased the tape. Mike says, how do you know she erased that tape? He's like, uh, And Greg says, well, who else would have done it? Mike says, you? Any of the other kids? Uh, And he goes, Greg, I pushed the wrong button myself so many times. Come on, be honest. Greg says he admits that he doesn't know for sure who did it. And Greg starts to leave and then turns and says, you know, Dad, a lot of kids think their parents are wrong about a lot of things.
1: Like, like loving other men. But I think you're quite right. And off. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I think you're quite, I think you're I think right you're quite often. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're groovy. Now, you said something about this scene, like, on break. What was it?
1: Oh, oh, uh, uh, this is uh this is Preperm Mike. I I I enjoyed the Preperm Mike. <laughs> I like Mike. I
0: think uh, Robert Reed did a fantastic did job of this character. He did a fantastic
1: job. He it, he only got fired because he kept rewriting shit, you know, and like <laughs> like saying this well, sucks, he, you
0: know? He hated being on the show. He fucking, he tried to quit 3 times just in season 1 alone. Is that right? Yeah, it's like a, I got a dick to suck.
1: I'm getting out of here. I gotta go. <laughs> you know.
0: Well, he's a dramatic actor, and that's what he wanted to do. He didn't want to do some stupid ass family I sitcom. I seen Roots.
1: Yeah. I seen Roots. He had a covenant between him and his slaves. That's what he said.
0: <laughs> oh my god, what was it? There was another episode where they were talking about Alice. Alice was trying to quit or leave because she felt like she wasn't needed anymore, and so. Mike and Carol are talking upstairs in the bedroom, and Mike's line was, well, we can't force her to stay, because Lincoln put an end to that. (laughs) I was was like, what? Uh, Oh, my God. uh, Mike. (laughs) All right, so, Alice is in the media room with Peter and Bobby. They're recording a campaign cheer. So you got Peter and Bobby each taking a letter. They're like, V-O-T-E, V-O-T-E, vote for Greg, hey, or something like that. Vote for Greg, go Greg, something like that. Some cheer. They are recording on the tape recorder. The boys are all excited that they did it. They ask Alice, where did you learn to do that? You know, like, where did you learn to construct sentences and spell words? (laughs) (laughs) In a sequence
1: in a seat like and tell us to do it. right after the other. I mean, literally, <laughs> one right after the other. <laughs> right. It's
0: crazy. How'd you learn that? So Alice says Mind she blown. used to be a cheerleader. <laughs> Alice says she used to be a cheerleader in high school. And of course they ask her, do a cheer for us because, you know, that's believable. Yeah. Alice gets up and does a cheer and on her final hoorah jump she throws her back out. Wah, wah, no. wah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, back in the room. You know what we missed?
1: You know what we missed? We what? missed the, uh, in the beginning when uh, Alice ran for, she goes, there was a girl who who pulled another girl's hair and stuff that yeah, was running yeah, yeah. for an office. And they go, she goes, well, what happened? She goes, well, that's why I wasn't able, that's why they didn't vote for me or some yeah, shit. Like yeah. she was the little girl that was pulling hair and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: So Marcia's back up in her room at the desk going over her campaign promises. And she's going over with Carol. She says, how does this sound? I promise to get more boys to go to the Friday night school dance. Carol says, it's a good pledge, but I think you're fighting a losing battle. Marcia says, why? Carol says, well, we girls have been trying to, to get boys to come to school dances since 3000 BC. Marcia says, really, mother? No, she actually said mom here. Really, mom? Well, I've only been at it since 2000 BC. <laughs> <clears throat> Mike enters the room. my wife would progress. say, she
1: likes to say this rim job. Wait, no, I mean <laughs> rim <yeah. laughs> <Room> shot. <laughs> and you're like, okay. She no. does that on purpose all the time. It's very funny. Rim job. <laughs> People look at her. What? <laughs>
0: Mike enters the room to check on the progress. Mike suggests that Greg and Marsha try out their speeches in front of a real audience. Marsha's like, okay. So now we cut to Marsha standing at a podium. Hey, where do you keep your podium in your
1: house? Oh, mine? It's right by, by DeVay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right across the room from the Davenport? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: sorry so do so, not expect so, that, <laughs> so she's standing at the podium in the giant living room like who the fuck has a podium at her house? But
1: the Brady's do, that's who that's fucking who. I literally did stand at a podium this morning, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh so anyway, Marsha's standing at the
0: podium <clears throat> in their giant living room, and the whole family and Alice are sitting in chairs in front of her as the audience. So Marcia says in her speech, <clears throat> "I'll set aside time, I'll set aside each week to listen to any complaints or suggestions you have. I promise to follow through until you are satisfied with the results, because that's what you'll get from me—results." Of course, they all clap except for the boys. the boys. They're just sitting there. They're like, "Fuck Marcia." They even like, they like, I saw Greg mouth that to her. Yes. So. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you! Just silently. And then Peter was like oh, pointing Marcia. at his dick for some reason. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Marcia. Um, Marsha continues with her speech. I would always represent all of you, whether you vote for me or not.
1: And then she starts crying again. She, she's crying as she gets out the last. Whether. <laughs> yeah. You
0: vote for me. Vote for me or not. Or not. <laughs> Mother. yeah <laughs> so mike gets up he tells the boys i hope you're proud of I yourselves you should be ashamed <clears throat> and then looks at the girls and says and your behavior while greg was speaking wasn't any better
1: yeah we didn't get a here All... we didn't get a hear greg man you know i, know. I think that was mm-hmm. a very republican thing that they did there they like cut him off <laughs> they like they boxed him out you know like yeah fucking liberal fucking media, liberal media. media God, that's <laughs> right I bet she voted for fucking McGovern, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All the kids look down and sad. Meanwhile, Marsha is still crying and being held by Carol. Carol says that she did fine and not to let the boys upset her. And if you're going to run for an office, you have to expect it from your opposition. However, you shouldn't expect it in your own home. Mike agrees. That's exactly right. Your mother and I don't like what happened here
1: tonight. Here's another one of my uh, wife jokes. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. She said, is this a prequel to Trump Hillary?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Carol says, you made it a contest between boys and girls. That's not right. Mike continues, we're going to be a family a lot longer than Marsha and Greg will ever be be in office. office. You can go now. And all the kids file upstairs.
1: Heads hung low after being reprimanded, thinking about what they've done. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. So now we cut to Carol's in the kitchen, and it appears she actually is cooking, possibly. She's carrying... It's all these vegetables. I think she's going to make a salad, like,
1: maybe? Like, the counter's, like, right be- behind her. Like, she couldn't just, like, grab one out and, <laughs> yeah. and set it down behind her, you know? So she just yeah. keeps turn stacking carry it shit. The celery under her chin, you know, and a, a rutabaga <laughs> under her tit. I just, there's, a, like, a lot of... She's carrying a lot of shit where she could just turn around and just set it on the counter. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> just then Marcia comes in and asks where the... Well,
1: uh, you've seen her hair. She's the, not the oh. best judge... She doesn't have the best judgment.
0: <laughs> so Marcia asks where the paints are for, so she can make some posters. Carol says that uh, she wants to uh, talk to her about something. She says she's been wanting to talk to her about it for some time, but, you know, it's been a little apprehensive. She says, well, um, you're one year younger than Greg and have another year longer than him. And I just thought maybe, well... And she notices Marcia's kind of looking a little uncomfortable in thought or thinking. <laughs> and she just like, never mind, sweetheart. Uh, may the best Brady win. And then, so we kind of fig- figured out, because, you know, we cracked that code on what she was going to say. She basically wants her to say, why don't you just let Greg win. Right, yeah, that's basically it. It, next yeah. year.
1: it got real sexist there. Yeah, it got like, <laughs> do your womanly thing and shut the fuck up and <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs>
0: yeah. So,
1: Greg is outside in the backyard oh, with oh, his oh campaign on. team. Oh, Mom, why did you quit playing golf? <laughs> yeah. And my wife said, because I quit eating pussy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then Mike comes in and he goes, hey, me too. <laughs> hey, me too. <laughs> Carol, and they gave I a think we have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, when Greg's in the, outside in the backyard with his campaign team. They're counting projected votes he has against Marsha. Looks like it's going to be really close. It was like 14 to 15, which I thought those numbers are pretty low. Like Yeah.
1: Out of 27.
0: It was like 14 to f- <laughs> It's weird. Yeah. Just then, Marsha is seen uh, walking in the backyard behind them, unbeknownst to the boys. <clears throat>
1: yeah, this is <clears throat> so why I, like, I like the, this. It's like a sapling like that she's hiding behind. Like. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no like there's no hiding her at all and she's like four foot away you know like they'll never <laughs> see me here right beside him, in a transparent <laughs> <Yeah>. tree <laughs> exactly in this bright yellow so, fucking dress <laughs>
0: <laughs> so one of the boys says to Greg hey I know a sure way for you to win tomorrow Greg says how he says we could start a rumor about her Greg asks a rumor about Marsha he says, uh, he says something nasty. Meanwhile, Marsha is listening behind the sapling, you know, four feet away, yeah.
1: <laughs> so the whole conversation, the yellow dress that you can you see through, <laughs> the suits of the fucking tree. Like, yeah. You can hear her breathing. And, uh,
0: so and the, the kids like, uh, she was seeing, you know, something like she was seen at the movies last week with that creep, Felix Brown. Uh, and Greg gets mad and stands up. Wait a minute. You're talking about my sister um you start a rumor like that and i'll personally knock your head in yeah got me and uh the boy says i'm your campaign manager don't get tough yeah don't get tough on me i got he goes i got a lot of folks lined up for you (laughs) (laughs) very specifically (laughs) and i'm your campaign manager (laughs) did you see my hat crank says (laughs) see my weird hat <clears throat> and he goes no you were my campaign manager and then rips off his badge
1: off his shirt and like tells the, him to get the, lost the, the, the badge looked like a first place blue ribbon kind of a thing you know <laughs> it, it like was he, big yeah you won like best in yeah, show yeah, it was like eight inches you know long you know like real proud yeah. of it yeah exactly best in show <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, and he tells him to get lost because he doesn't like that kind of stuff the boy leaves then the other kid tells him that he's really blown the you election really now. You really blew it
1: this time, Greg.
0: hmm
1: mm.
0: Now we're at the school. The auditorium is full of kids. Definitely more than 27 people are in this room. And uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: along... That's what I was thinking. Like, I was looking at that, that student body. I'm like, fuck, he had 14 written down. <laughs> 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 now, did you notice
0: in this auditorium... On the, on the wall behind all the kids, it was written, Be a good citizen. Like huge fucking letters. No, uh-uh. It's just weird. Like, Damn be it. a good citizen. Conform. That's what they chose to write. Conform. Wrote.
1: Conform. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fascist propaganda.
1: <laughs> Shit. God,
0: this thing is just fu-
1: <laughs> full of little Easter eggs, so, isn't it?
0: <laughs> so, Greg is giving his speech at the podium, and everyone claps. Greg sits down next to Marcia. A teacher gets up and says, now we'll hear from our next candidate, who by chance has the same last name as our first candidate. And Marcia steps <laughs> to the podium. And the
1: hilarity ensues. Hilarity.
0: hilarity ensues. She says that uh, she's not going to say her speech, and she has uh, reconsider her candidacy. The whole crowd, this is what I thought was so funny. Everybody looks at each other. Oh, everybody's talking like, wow. Like, and uh, I expected somebody with like a hat and a, and a thing on top of the hat saying press for me to oh, go, oh, yeah. let me get the scoop. <laughs>
1: <You know. laughs> Give us the scoop.
0: <laughs> He's got a little pen and like, a little notepad. Give us a scoop. See? What's the dig, Marsha? Um,
1: What's your angle? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, she goes on to say, the best man for the job is Greg Brady, brother or not. Greg looks shocked and walks up next to Marcia. They just smile at each other. And I think I, you can even see if you look down, like it looks like
1: she comes over and
0: like touches his dick. It, oh, know, wow. Dude. This no, was I, I a weird that. episode. It's a, like, yeah.
1: Little things. They're little nuances that you miss sometimes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So now we're back at home, and Alice brings out the family. Uh, oh, sorry, brings out the finally finished cake, which is a completely different
1: cake. Which this is time not, it's like by a, the way, twelve inches high and round.
0: Yeah, or a circle. Yeah, it's, it's a, like a sheet pancake or something. Yeah,
1: that's a, the original <laughs> cake was a circle. This one's a sheet cake. <laughs>
0: yeah, and on the cake is written "Congratulations, Greg and Marcia." Marcia says, "You shouldn't have put that my name on it." And Greg's like. Well, whatever i wouldn't have won if it wasn't for you and we did this together no
1: yours, you is, did better. It. No, yours you is better no was you no Those you did kids. it then they started kids. making kids. out kids. right the there at the up. table
0: <laughs> they started making out and he was like fingering her into this yeah. weird yeah. episode yeah. and uh so then uh they're like hey blow the candles out so greg and marshall together blow the candles out and uh and everyone claps yay in
1: the in the in the so, porno version it was called Marsha Wins the Erection <laughs>
0: <laughs> So now in the last scene, which always seems to take place in the parents' bedroom. Right. Um but this time it's not. It's actually up in the girls' room. So Cindy's calling out, Mommy, mommy, to Carol. Carol says is upstairs in the girls' room, and she's like putting clothes away or something like that. And Carol said, you know, hey, come on, I'm up here. So Cindy's excited. She runs in there. She's like, uh, she decided to tell her that she made crossing guard for the whole week. Carol says how proud she is of her. And it's an important job. Then Cindy says, guess who I beat out? Guess who? (laughs) Just then Bobby comes walking in crying like a little fucking
1: like girl. Like a little pansy ass. <laughs> and Carol sits down. She's going to kick your ass earlier in the episode, too. And you. Yeah.
0: Carol sits down, and Bobby sits next to her, and Cindy's on the other side. She says, I don't have to guess. And then she just sighs. And that's the end of the episode.
1: <laughs> it was a...
0: looks like we made it
1: yeah so what did you think of this episode of the brady but you know because i hadn't watched one in so long again it was so (laughs) right so campy and and again this is also um the pre um uh butterfly piece um poster above Marsha's bed so they didn't have that one (laughs) okay yeah uh, or butterfly love, I think is what it used to say. I can't remember. But it was, yeah, was wow, pre-that, well. too. So, pre-perm, pre-butterfly piece love.
0: All right. Well, I picture. will definitely have you come back when I make sure there's a butterfly on the wall. And a perm and in and that Mike Mike has fucking head. Yeah.
1: That's what I... Yeah. <laughs> that's what I <laughs>
0: Yeah, the later episodes are a little bit better, so yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're all they're, they're all still so campy, you know, like, I, even getting up there with Johnny Bravo, you know, it's a... It, oh,
0: yeah, the Johnny Bravo episodes are great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what episode are we on? This is episode 11, I think, right?
1: Yeah, this is episode yeah, I got 11. So,
0: so, you know how, like, some of these episodes I've mentioned on here several times are not able to stream on hulu or any of the apps so there's like a bunch of episodes that just aren't available on there oh, really? due to like copyright laws or whatever right, right so i have to go to dailymotion.com usually has it 90 100 of the time so far they always have it is that, so, is that the one you said it's just
1: sim- pure commercials and like it like cuts you like <laughs> it'll be like cut you off in the middle of the second Is like yeah, right in the middle yeah. Of the sentence, it's like it's annoying right, yeah you know let me talk to you about a tampon Yeah, pretty much. So I was looking ahead.
0: (laughs) I was looking ahead and episode thirteen, so the next episode after the next one, I can't find anywhere. Oh. Like and I looked into it and I found out there's a conspiracy theory out there that the C D C and the American government are hiding that particular episode because the episode is about all the kids get catching the measles. And then by the end of the episode, they're all good. And the CDC is like, I don't want people thinking that the measles is nothing. It's like having a cold when it's fucking not, yeah. you know? <laughs> and so the big conspiracy out there is like, oh, the, the government and CDC are hid the episode from everywhere. And yeah, people because, are like, whatever. Yeah, because whatever. the Brady Bunch conspiracy.
1: is so controversial.
0: Right, know? right.
1: But well, here's the thing. I got family I guy fucking out there, find but it. no,
0: we're going to hide the fucking Brady Bunch. Right. But here's the thing, I can't find that episode fucking anywhere. Wow. It's nowhere to be found. Yeah,
1: maybe maybe it's true. You know, did you did you I ask don't know. Uh, did you ask the fellas from uh Area 51 uh or Hysteria? Hysteria <laughs> fifty one. Yeah, exactly. Dude. No, but I,
0: I will though, I will Yeah, you're gonna have to <laughs> ask them about
1: that. They'll get to the bottom of it, that and that fucking robot. They're <laughs> gonna they'll 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 figure it out. Yeah, so let's
0: talk about that. So we uh we belong to a fourth hand uh
1: podcast network. Forth- fourth hand net fourth hand network. Yeah, I'm I'm new to a network. I've never been on a network before. I uh um Brandon Scott McFadden of the uh the uh happy horror coffee break, the old timey radio show, uh got a hold of me yeah. and said, Hey, why don't you join? And I said oh, okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i belonged to a network before in the past on another show i was doing and uh i didn't really get anything anything out of it and uh it was like underpromising kind of a thing and you
1: know, but um, i'm not gonna get any less out of it i don't think so i i like because I, I, yeah, I, exactly. I really kind of abstain from uh any group of any real uh networks or anything i've always just kind of done my own thing because i just i'm doing it just to be funny and you know they're like, <laughs> yeah. they're like what's your numbers I don't know. What what do you mean? I don't know. Don't you care? Not really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Brent Hand, who, uh, is one of the hosts of History 51, um, and him and John Goforth, um, they started this podcast, um, network, which is called Fourth Hand, and he hit me up and he's like, hey, you want to be part of the, I'm putting together a network, and I was like, hell yeah, because I've known Brent for a long time, uh, We've been, I've been listening to his show for years, as long as it's been on, and I've been on a couple episodes of his show, and he's been on a couple episodes of mine in the past. Fun uh, fun
1: fact about what a fourth hand is: that's when you sit on your buddy's hand until it goes to sleep, uh, and then he jerks you. Yeah, that's that's what a fourth hand. It's kind
0: of like the ghost hand, exactly. Except for you sit on your buddy's
1: hand, which um, (laughs) it's kind of weird, but whatever. And then that's the one he jerks you off with.
0: Yeah, it's a, I mean, as long as if he doesn't feel it, got that then from it's not Robert gay, Reed. right? <laughs> is this pre or post-perm? No, that, was a, that was
1: post-perm. Okay. Pre-AIDS.
0: <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> it's pretty sad, oh, it well. is. Yeah. So anyway, so you're my first guest from the Fourth Hand Network, Woo-hoo! and hey! that's good. So... I want to get everybody from every Look, show. Ma, I on made here, it. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All
0: right. So, this is your opportunity to plug away. Uh,
1: what, it, you know,
0: I always say, where can people find you? But it was like, uh, wherever you found well, this hey, fucking show, you can you find, find me my at fucking the fourth
1: hand <laughs> podcast network, along with yeah. great shows. Like, that's a very Brady podcast. Um, also, uh, you can find me. Basically, I'm on a- every platform. Like, I'm on platforms I didn't even know I was on. Like, somebody's like, "Oh, for oh, sure, I heard you yeah. on Castbox." What? Yeah, <laughs> what? yeah. There's no There's a, a, there's of there's a, a Popcorn shit. or some shit too. I did <laughs> and then I start reading reviews. Pocket Cast or something. Yeah, I start yeah. reading reviews like on my show. Like, I'm seeing myself like in places like I, like one like my goal is to get on Overcast. You know. And I'm, I'm trying okay. to figure out how I get on Overcast. Turns out I'm on Overcast. So <laughs> <laughs> there, you. there you go. Uh, you can also, uh, hey, if you guys like what we do, any of us, any of us podcasters, man, if you like what we do, send a dollar an episode. Doesn't cost you much. Just go to Patreon. <laughs> if they've got a Patreon page, look for it. Send a buck an episode. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. it, it helps us a little. You know, and uh, a yeah, little bit of helps. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, mine's uh, My Worst Holiday at Patreon. Um, you can find right. me I'm MW Holiday on Facebook. I do a Facebook Live pretty much every Tuesday night. Um, All right. Except for when, you know, like the holiday season's just coming up, so probably next week I won't be doing one, but tomorrow I will be. <laughs> um, but that'll be long gone by the time you hear this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, on Instagram, I'm MW underscore holiday. On um, twi- uh, Twitter, I'm MyWorstHoliday. So I'm on just about everything you can you can find.
0: Awesome. Cool, cool. And uh, I think that's pretty much it, so man. I appreciate you stopping you by, man. Uh, I do all my stuff at the end. <laughs> Mine's pre-recorded, <laughs> so it rolls at the end. I don't have to do it and waste my guest time, you know, while I'm sitting here going, and check out this, and be sure to go to my Patreon, you know, yeah. I, I don't let make my guests have to sit through me you doing all that talk about shit.
1: you. That's what
0: I... <laughs> Tell me more about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I appreciate you stopping by. This is good. I like... Network should be a network. We need to work together and help each other out. How so? So, huh? <laughs> We'll give each other fourth-hand handies. There you
1: go, the fourth-hand handy. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it, buddy. I'll, I'll check you later. Appreciate
1: You're it. Take her easy.
0: Oh hey, I want to thank my guests one last time for stopping by. And come on back here every Monday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Also, on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. It helps the show out tremendously. Hey, go ahead and check out AVeryBradyPodcast.com. If you ever wonder what I look like, I got pics up on there. You can also see pictures of our past guests as well that have been on the show, read little bios about them. And you can contact me at AVeryBradyPodcast at gmail.com. Send me an email, any questions you have, or maybe you want to tell me that you hate a certain episode, who knows? Or even give me a call and leave a voice message at 804-446-1901 again that's 804-446-1901 leave a voicemail i'll play it on the show you can also head on over to the merch store at tpublic.com the link is in the description of this episode join in on the conversation in the facebook group it's called a very brady facebook group so get in there get on the conversation post memes i don't care just don't be a racist And be sure to also check out the Patreon page. If you enjoy the show, give a donation and become a patron. I'd certainly appreciate it. Just go to www.patreon.com forward slash A Very Brady Podcast. Until then, I've been Tack, and this has been A Very Brady Podcast. Have a sunshine day.